and welcome to Steve and Rose Beer Podcast. Number 233. 233. Steve, any any numbers of that? Anything kind of factually yeah. interesting? Yeah, so section 233 of the Town and Country Planning Act of 1990 is the disposal by local authorities of land held for planning purposes. Is oh. that interesting? That's quite interesting. There's quite a bit more I can That's go into if you'd like me to. Uh, you're well known for your love of, of council bylaws. I do love a bylaw. Oh. But we'll just throw that into the bin and uh, it is done. I'm sure as anyone who knows you and listens to you realises you're a big fan of the de- detailed technical discussions about mm. yeah, I love nuances it. of law rather than oh, yeah. getting on with stuff. Yeah, no, I love it. Speaking of getting on with stuff, drink some beer. Oh, go on then if we must. As a little hiss, if you overheard it, was revealing it's can this week. Isn't this an American beer made in Germany, drunk in the UK? It is. Yeah. Yeah, this is Stone's Cali Belgique. Oh, so it's Belgian brewed in Germany. No, it's not Belgian. It's, it's American brewed in Germany, mm. I think. So, Stone are... Okay, if you had to guess... How big, in terms of the independent breweries in America, would you say Stone are? Absolutely freaking massive, as big as can be. Okay, so, like, top... Top what? Top 20? Top 5? Top, top, top 5? They were, as of this year, number 9 in the US. Okay, well, that's pretty good for something I haven't researched. But they've also got above them some other people. So they've got uh, New Belgium, bigger than them. Um, Don't know them. You've got uh, Young Ling... You've got Deschutes, who we had the um, the Harbour collab one of the three nine project they're there for. So yeah, they are big, but they are not actually. There's definitely bigger names up there that we've never heard of outside outside the US. I wonder whether they focused much more on a export market, but also focused much more on because a lot of these breweries get big because they are. Um, you know, they're doing other brews as well outside yeah. of what their core mission is. Um, and you don't hear a lot about Stones like doing stuff like... I, I think it's just... A lot of it is about is the export market they've really gone for where the people have kind of stayed... Stayed like being huge in the US. Yeah. But in the US, it's they've got a lot of rules about, you know, sharing your, your beer around. You can't just kind of sell it wherever you want. Yeah. And I think it's pretty tricky to expand in well, the US. But also selling into different territories is tough, even like yeah. you know, because the the rules are labelling rules are a big um, a big holdback for most breweries selling into export markets. Yeah. Because you know they have to have labels printed. They can stick over their current labels to give the information that's necessary in the importer, um, and that's time consuming and expensive. So, um, but yeah, it's they seem to part of why they ended up building themselves a new brewery in Berlin. Mm. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense if you want kind of their style of beers, but super fresh into the European market rather than making them there and shipping them across. Yeah, we've got to have a conversation about tins. Yeah, so we like tins. I think on the whole, yes, don't we? Broadly, maybe ish. Yeah, um, tins definitely have their place. Um, you know, train beers are far better in a tin than they are in a bottle. Absolutely true. Yeah, uh, they don't smash as easily in your bag and yeah. ruin your laptop. Not that I've ever had experience of that. Um, but if it were to happen, I'm sure it would make your laptop never <laughs> work again and you'd have to buy a new one. Um, but they are... There's a lot of them. 
all of a sudden. Like there is. There like, seems I, to be almost too many. <laughs> okay, so I, I I've got a funny thing about cans in that they make sense in lots of ways. If you hear people talking about them, the idea of stopping the the light getting in and you know protecting against oxygen and stuff, it all makes lots of sense. But and whilst I agree on the train, they're great. I also think at home, I look at a can and go, oh, okay. It just doesn't feel special. Somehow. I think yeah, yeah. I think there's more. It's more to it than that for me, and particularly somebody like Stones. I'm surprised they haven't. I, like I think this is the first time I've seen a Stones can. So, um, but like when you're exporting. The weight, the weight of a bottle compared to a tin is massively different. Yeah. And if you're true. shipping something on weight in a container, then this is a reason for cans for sure. Yeah. Is it keeps that weight right and down. To the point of I've know I know a lot of breweries will actually ship in bulk containers and bottle um, at the place uh, yeah. that they're exporting to, like, yeah. um, or they'll they'll just send their recipe to somebody and they'll brew it in that yeah. country. But um, weight is a definite thing, and and for shipping and for. You know, we should all be doing our little bit environmentally. Um, mm-hmm. It's good, you know. Um, but at the same time... Aluminium is very easily recycled. It's, it's, it is. It's not a difficult process. And actual, you know, food miles of something lighter is, is obviously better. It is, but I think all of this comes with questions. Now, this one, like Stone, I kind of trust. Yeah. They're a huge brewery. They're going to get canning right. Yeah. And America's been canning longer than we have. But... I think the the number of new places I see open up in the UK, I still have some concerns because, like the one thing for me and the, the smaller breweries do canning is, if you bottle as a home brewer, I bottle all the time. I bottle about ten bottles at a time and it's fine. If it yeah. goes wrong, I don't know. I, I learn. Whereas, if you do a a canning line, you have to pay to get a canning line in mobile one, and then you have to do all of your beer into one lot of cans. And what happens if it's no good? Yeah. You, like, learning is a very expensive process. I, I think the other thing, I, I did some research into canning lines, and you can buy a canning line from anywhere between £30,000 and £300,000. Mm. It's a big range. I'm fairly sure that range is there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you get something different for your money when you spend more. Not just um, shinier. Yeah, not just shinier, but also you know better at doing it. Um, and saying that, I was I was very impressed with the small canning line that they had at Indie Beer Man, where they were canning the, like the, you got your can and yeah. you took it up and the, put the lid on. And but then I drank it, you know, a few hours later, and it was it was good. But the, I think like the the beer is always good a few hours later. Yeah. yeah the, yeah. the question is like, how does it hold up? No, I, on I, the I'm, shelf, I'm, isn't I'm it? not disagreeing with you here, Roland. I'm actually agreeing with you for once. Huh. Um, I like cans. I like them done properly, but the. The proliferation of canning uh, for me means that it could damage the good work that's been done by the people who are canning it right. Well, as we said with a lot of other stuff, like it's it's right when it's right. Yeah. It's right when it's the right thing. It's not the right thing if everyone rushes into doing it just because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. But I like cans. I do like cans. They're easier to stack in my cupboard. They're easier to transport. They're easier to carry home. Um, I, I do I, love a bottle too. I don't want a um, 750 can. No. If I if I wanted a big sharing one, it, it's got to be a no, bottle. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Yeah. I don't ever share my beer normally. I, li- I live on my own and nobody ever comes to my house, so I have to drink it myself. So I don't need the big uh, a big can. I don't need a big bottle. To be fair, I don't need big yeah. anything. Small is good. Um. So, uh, what bit? What style of beer is it, Roland? So this is. Well, who knows? It's an IPA. Okay. Okay. Let's just say it's an IPA. So the story's quite it good. It says though. IPA on the bottom. Yeah, they 
they started with um, so Stone don't actually produce that many new beers. So in two thousand and nine, I think this was, they had they already started this process where they do yearly releases of what they call their epic vertical series, which are their big silly beers, fun ones they did each year. Yeah. And for that, they have to grow up some yeast that are going to pitch into that. And they'd usually use their pale ale, and they'd thrown in whatever yeast they wanted to pitch into their big beer, and they'd grown it up in the pale ale. But they were brewing a style of beer which was going to be kind of a Belgian-style one, and they were a bit concerned their pale ale was a little too dark in colour. So they said, let's throw it into a batch of IPA. and we'll. So this is their basically their stone IPA with some of this Belgian yeast they'd got grown up in it. Okay. And they tasted it at the end and went, this is really nice. Maybe we'll just sell this as well then. And that's where it came from. Okay. Um, it is... So interestingly different, this is a Magnum Centennial and Mosaic hops in this one. Whereas in the American version, it's uh, got Chinook rather than Mosaic. Mm. Whether that means that the websites aren't up to date or whether they're brewing slightly different recipes either side of I'd the pond. I imagine it's availability of hops in the different parts where they're at. Mm. Like, like, and I would imagine they need a lot of hops when they decide yeah. they're going to do something. So um, having consistency in two different continents, I should imagine, is quite tough. Yeah, um, and, and probably yeah. something they embrace not doing, really, because yeah. you've only got the two places. And as long as little tweaks, mm. different markets as well, lets you tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so what percentage is it? It feels high. It does feel fairly. I wish I, I wish I'd got my glasses on. I have reading glasses now, Roland. Oh, it is six point nine percent. Didn't need it to see that. Yeah, I don't think it is six point nine percent. Do you not? No. Like, that feels about right feels, for me. Feels feels higher to me. I think you've just gotten used to drinking big beers. I think six point nine feels about right for me. I kind of have an issue with the Cali Belgique thing. Okay. So, is it a Cali oh, oh, beer? Good. Okay, we're going to disagree then, I guess. Good. I can kind of argue it's Cali beer. Yep, got you. Yeah. The Belgique thing, it's Belgian beer because it's got Belgian yeast in it. Uh? I don't think it's Belgian beer because it's got Belgian yeast in it. Are they not redeeming themselves by calling it an IPA at the end, though? So they're, what, they're, what they're basically saying is, these are the influences of this IPA. I can kind of see that. Yeah. I kind of think it, it. there's definitely a big tendency to name Belgian beers as, say beers are Belgian just because it's used a yeast that happened to come from Belgium. Mm. And we both know there's plenty of beers that have got, happen to have American hops in or European hops where you wouldn't say, oh, it's an American. We do quite often say this is an American IPA or this is a New Zealand IPA or like, just because the hops are from there. If so the why hop- should the yeast be any different? I'm playing devil's advocate a little I, I think because... Does that mean you couldn't get yeast that has those flavours from other places? No, but they, I think... Is it a dominant factor from in the what beer? You, yeah, I think it probably is. This doesn't taste like their normal IPA. It has given a different... But now that can be a number of things, you know, like the, the Cali thing yeah. and the, the whole... But like if, you, um, if you said to me... That I've only ever drunk stuff from the US, not yeah. from the, the gym. But like... If you if I was buying this off the shelf for the first time, never had anything from Stone at all, and I poured it into my glass and I went, okay. So it says Cali Belgique IPA. Let me take a cup to the glass of the mouth. 
I don't feel I've been sold anything there. Like, to me, it does have that Belgian twist to it. It does a little bit. It's got some... It's got a slightly funky yeah. yeast flavour. Exactly. To what is fundamentally American beer. Yes. It tastes like an American IPA. Yes, with a little bit of a Belgian twist on it. So... No, a little bit of yeasty funkiness. Not yes. necessarily... No, but, that, but, that, but, that, but that's what I expect from a Belgian beer as somebody that doesn't drink a lot of Belgian beers. Right? And I understand okay, yeah. that. That's maybe, maybe but, my difference here. Is like, I but think, who are they selling that to? Are they selling it to yeah. be, you know, Belgian beer aficionados? Are they selling it to the mass market that will go... I, I think that describes this beer quite well. I'm kind of going, yeah, that's what it is. I can see a point because I think... It's it probably the first. It, yeah, I know. It, it, it kind of sells to the market, I agree. Yeah. But and I think that's the fact that it has a Belgian yeast in it, it's, I, think, I actually think this is a really good thing because we talk about hops a lot, but we rarely talk about yeasts. You know, unless we're talking about like a Saison, like we rarely talk about the yeast type things, do we, that are going on in the beers. It's not something that's right. common in craft. I know we do. We're starting to. We're starting to. This is a good thing, because this is a mass beer that is starting to talk about. The yeast can make it taste a little different. The yeast can make it taste different, but there's more to what makes a Belgian beer taste like a Belgian we agree. beer. Just we're, we're not disagreeing on that, and I think if you look at the front, like I saw somewhere it actually mentions the Belgian yeast on here. Mm. So it's not saying it's, you know... A, it's a Belgian style beer. It's saying it has the Belgian yeast. They're talking about yeast. Yeah. I would have thought something like you would be embracing that. I think I'm happy about it. it. You've just been a grumpy old guest. Yeah, really. Yeah. Come on, chill out. So, what do you think? It's okay. I'm I'm not loving it as much as I thought I might actually. If I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think it kind of feels like it's pulled in two directions. Yeah. As these style of beers quite often are. I, I do think this is a style. If you're going to do that kind of yeast and hop forward beer at the same time, I think it's difficult to not feel one overwhelms the other. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely get that spicy, slightly funky character and taste the alcohol a bit from that. And there's some hops there, but they don't, feel really like the bitterness isn't very strong I'm surprised I expected it to be more bitter having drunk their their IPA I'm pretty sure in the past and felt it fairly kind of assertively dry and bitter um, and the yeast seems to play down the, the bitterness a bit for me mm-hmm. um, and the hoppiness a little bit for me um, it's okay but it's not really exciting me so I'm going to go with an 8 what? Yeah. How can you say all those negative things and then say eight? You know, because I, I rarely see you give an eight, and you said nothing positive in that sentence. I was expecting five and a half, six. Oh God, you, you got. So some you issues. know what? Like it's got to be said. Stone do a good job. Like there's technically absolutely nothing wrong with that beer. I I cannot fault how it's been brewed or what they've done about it. I think. But you was always been two it's, minutes saying it's shit. Oh, Roland. Okay. I agree and disagree with you in many ways. I think this is a good beer. I think yeah. it's excellently executed. Um, I think it is presented well. I think they will hit a market that will taste this beer and will pull a whole heap of people into specialty beers. Okay. I think that's it's, it's really good when you see those kind of things come through. I really like the beer. I actually like the yeastiness of it. I, I find it challenging, 
but it's not. Do you know when you have those yeasty beers sometimes, and you like as soon as you sip it, you go, "This is not going to be good in the morning." So Tuesday night I was in tilts and I had a um, um, cloud water, what looked like an infected pint of infected urine. Um, like it was disgusting and it was yeasty and it was like this is going to give me such a bad stomach this is not good but it's delicious this is completely opposite it's like yeah. it's delicious but it's like I know this isn't going to make me feel bad or like, no that's true because it's been brewed super well the style I've never had a Cali Belgique IPA before um, I probably won't again because <laughs> I, I don't it's not something I see a lot of but like if I did I would go for it because I think this is a great mix of an IPA and I'm get, I am getting the hops. I'm getting a nice, gentle bitterness. It's not overpoweringly bitter, but there is a bitterness there. But I just really like the yeasty kick that comes with it. And it's almost like it's a little Saison-esque, but not quite, you know, not quite yeah. the spicy, you know. That for me, I can't do a Saison at the beginning of the night. I have to work up to one. Because if I start with the Saison, it's just, it messes with my palate a little bit. Whereas this, I think, is a great mixture of the two. Um, I really, really like this beer. Uh, you, you know what? And you're even making me like the beer more. Yeah. And I'm feeling like maybe I, I went in with yeah. overly negative feelings. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to go nine. I think, I think it's a really good beer. And, and I didn't expect to like this because I've got a bit annoyed at Stone recently not doing anything new. And I go into bottle shops and I see their stuff and I want to taste it and I don't see a lot of their yeah. other stuff. It's great to see something new from them. It shows that they've still got it and they can still brew a really good beer. And we should maybe congratulate them for not having lots of beers because they seem to only put things out that are good. Go, go to Berlin and check out their place. I hear it's amazing. Yeah. The new, the new brewery and all that. Um, yeah. yeah, I think maybe that's it. Maybe I've just come in with expecting... Something that I don't know. I, 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 I bring too much to it sometimes. Yeah, I, 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 think it's re- I think it's really good, tasty, well-brewed beer, and I wish more breweries did that. Yeah, if you're honest, if I'm honest, I kind of agree. Yeah, and it's not it's six point nine percent. You think, oh, it could be a bit stupid, you know, could be for them, like. Yeah. But no, no, it's not. It's not stupid at all. It's it's a drinkable beer. I would quite happily have another can of that after it, and there's not many six point nines that I would do that with. So, well done, Stones. Yeah, well done on convincing me as well. Okay, you're welcome. We are done. We should drink up and shut up. Done.